Welcome in to the Morning Quickie, Wednesday, June 26th. Uh, biggest sports story so far today, or I guess from yesterday, would be Vanderbilt. Boo! 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 Vanderbilt evens up the College World Series Championship Series. Kumar Rocker. Uh, son of Tennessee head coach, or not head coach, Tennessee coach, uh, Tracy Rocker. He strikes out 11, continues his crazy streak, 27 innings, four runs, been striking out a bunch of people. Uh, he has another good game last night as he goes uh, you know, into the seventh inning, strikes out 11 as Vandy ties up the series 4-1, to one, fifth time in six years that we will have a winner-take-all game three tonight. So maybe I'll watch my first non-Tennessee College World Series game tonight. Been high drama, so uh, Vanderbilt, boo! A chance to win another national championship. Although Michigan, um, you know, has been hot. Obviously, you have to be hot to get here at this point. We'll see. Uh, Vanderbilt favored tonight. I believe like minus 180 on the money line, meaning, of course, you have to bet 180 to win $100. We are, what's today, Wednesday? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're uh, four, four and a half, five days away from NBA free agency from kicking off. It'll start ramping up. I asked for some rumors. Got some juicy ones now. The first one, eh, don't really buy it. We'll see. It would make sense. I don't know how good this team would be. I mean, it'd be better than Charlotte, where he's currently at, but apparently the Boston Celtics aggressively uh, intend to pursue Kemba Walker. Again, don't know how much that sense that would make for Kemba. Uh, he could take more money in Charlotte. He could actually go to a team that could actually win a championship. Although, if you put Kemba in Kyrie's role, the Celtics would probably get uh, similar production with uh, better locker room leadership. Both no Al Horford there. I don't really know how that would make sense for Kemba. But the juicy rumor, the rumor I like, the rumor that uh, would make sense to me, is the Houston Rockets are going to try to get Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's from H-Town. Is that douche or no douche? Can I say H-Town? Jimmy Butler's from H-Town. They're trying to bring him back home uh, in a sign-in trade with either the Philadelphia 76ers. If the Sixers don't play ball, I mean, theoretically, the Rockets could send their pieces, open up the cap space by sending those guys to other teams. That's happened before when the Denver Nuggets wanted to sign Andre Iguodala. Uh, team wouldn't play ball in a sign trade, so they sent their cap space to, I believe, Utah. I believe they sent their pieces to Utah. Opened up cap space. And uh, I want to say it was when Iguodala was with the 76ers. They got nothing in return. So it would behoove Philadelphia, if Butler makes up his mind that he's out of there, to take some pieces in a sign trade. Uh, the pieces the Rockets would have to probably end up giving up would be Clint Capella, who they're already trying to give up. Eric Gordon, who is an important part for them, but obviously not as good as Jimmy Butler. Maybe even a P.J. Tucker. Uh, those three guys make a combined $39 million. 
Capella and Gordon make 30.5, which would get you close to where you need to get to, especially if you get rid of Nene in the process. Uh, that would open up $33 million and get them about where they could offer Jimmy Butler the his max contract. I don't know uh, if that would work personality-wise in Houston. Chris Paul and James Harden already hate each other. You add in the volatile Jimmy Butler, and I'm guaranteeing a fist fight at some point in this season. Although, you would have three really talented players. It's what I've always you know, kind of judged their GM, Daryl Morey, who is really smart and kind of led the analytical movement in the NBA. He's been really good. He's been really aggressive at trying to get stars. But sometimes he neglects the uh, the human element, right? He neglects the whole uh, team chemistry. These people are humans. That idea. I would like to see Jimmy Butler in Houston, though. That would be fun. And that would be a team that would maybe be favored in the West. It's a real testament to just how dysfunctional we all perceive Houston to be that they're not already the favorite in the West because you know they were the best team in the West two years ago outside of the Warriors. Uh, last year, basically after their slow start, they were the best team in the West. Fell short uh, against Golden State in the playoffs both years. Uh, with Golden State almost assuredly taking a step back, you would think that Houston would be up next, but everyone's kind of just like, ah, Houston, your time has passed, which... You know, when you have your two best players wanting to kill each other reportedly and, you know, Mike D'Antoni's not getting a contract extension and, you know, they're they're uh, low-balling him, it checks out. It makes sense. It seems like something's missing, you know, from that team. Maybe, maybe Jimmy Butler would be the solution. Like, you don't have a closer in James Harden for as great as James Harden is. And he averaged 36 points and I believe was the first player ever to average 36 points and seven assists at the same time. If you have that guy and you still keep coming up short in the playoffs and he keeps coming up short in the playoffs, maybe you need a guy like Jimmy Butler because for as crazy as he is, he does like the big moments. And for Philadelphia this year, he was their go-to guy in the playoffs when the games mattered and the stage was big and the lights were bright and all those other cliches. Jimmy Butler was their best player. So... From that standpoint, it kind of would make sense. A little bit of baseball news. The New York Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees. Homer in a major league record 28th straight game. So 28 straight games, they've hit at least one home run. They break the 2002 Texas Rangers record. I don't know how important this record is. It seems cool. And it also uh, was bound to happen and will probably keep happening. Because uh, that's what baseball is now. He had to try to hit a bunch of home runs. DJ LeMahieu, he had, he hit a leadoff home run in Toronto or versus Toronto uh, that made it 28 straight. During this streak, 14 different Yankees have combined to hit 51 homers. Manager Aaron Boone said, yeah, we like this record because it shows that we're a team with a powerful lineup and it's fun for everybody. Uh, locally here, the Atlanta Braves, the Bravos, they uh, they beat the Chicago Cubs. They evened up that series one to one. Ozzie Albie's hits a two run bomb to give the Braves the lead, and the Braves bullpen does its job, and the Braves win three to two. Potential facelift for the 
Olympics coming up. Yesterday, one of the big headlines is that uh, breakdancing. Breakdancing, getting close to becoming a Olympic medal event in the 2024 Paris Summer Olympics. Breakdancing. Uh, breakdancing was on the docket on the uh, on the uh, agenda as well as three other sports. Skateboarding. Makes sense, although... Feels like that's the United States sports. I don't know what other countries are great. I mean, I know there's some, you know, some international flavor there, but feels like that's something Americans are going to be the best at. I don't know. Um, so skateboarding, sport climbing, is that like parkour or you know, maybe just climbing up walls and stuff like uh, rock walls and stuff? I don't know. That one seems kind of cool. I think I'd be into sport climbing. I want to see what they uh, what they actually climb. And surfing, which somewhere like Paris, like you know, I don't, I don't know what kind of waves they catch. I guess they could put them in wave pool, like a, a wave pool or something, like a controlled environment. Maybe Paris has, maybe Paris has a uh, good surfing. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it. I don't know. Like, you know, if the Olympics were here, like when they were in Atlanta, where the hell would they have put them for surfing there? Send them all the way to California? Hawaii? With those three sports, the skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing, those three will debut next year in Tokyo in the 2020 Games. It's just the breakdancing that has to wait another uh, four years after that. Uh, pop culture news. Let's talk a little popular culture. Do you like Breaking Bad? Do you? Do you? Well, yesterday, the first little viral marketing for the Breaking Bad movie, which will be a sequel, dropped on Twitter. You had both Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston, a.k.a. Jesse Pinkman, bitch, and Walter White. Uh, they, they, they both dropped on Twitter tweets at the same time that just had two mules that said soon i don't know if that was supposed to be like a uh, drug mule thing or signify you know just the new mexico the desert i don't know we'll find out but the story is supposed to be a a sequel that picks up after the you know the series finale uh, cranston's in it which I don't think Cranston comes back just for flashbacks, right? I mean, I don't feel like there's any need for flashbacks anymore. The story's over. So are we uh, led to assume that Brian Cranston, a.k.a. Walter White, he survived? Is that what we're supposed to believe here? Walter White survived the end of Breaking Bad? Because I kind of uh, liked the idea of him being dead. Suffering the gunshot wound succumbing to it and dying right there next to his meth machine as crystal blue persuasion plays that felt like a pretty good ending are we led to believe that he survived that as the cops are you know coming down on him is he going to be in prison during this whole thing i don't know obviously we like walter white we like brian cranston we want to see more of him story-wise though i can't help but be a little bit worried 
granted, at the same time, no, I'm worried. But at the same time, you know, the, you know, Vince Gilligan uh, should have earned our respect by now. Breaking Bad was awesome. You know, the X Files, people like it. Better Call Saul, I really enjoy. So maybe they deserve the benefit of the doubt, but I'm nervous about it. We'll see what happens. I'm guessing filming's about to start, so maybe we're still a year away from this movie. Uh, but uh, we got a little tease yesterday online. Nike. Nike was facing some backlash um, from, uh, you know, Nike was facing some backlash for a new line of sneakers uh, that was, you know, basically going to anger China by supporting the mass protesters in Hong Kong. And Nike buckled to the pressure. Nike reportedly axed a new line of China-only sneakers after the designer Instagrammed a photo in support of the Hong Kong protests. Nike and Japanese streetwear brand Undercover, headed by Jun Takahashi, were to release a new collaboration on June 14th. But the release was canceled, and according to the Financial Times, it's because a photo of protesters was posted on Undercover's Instagram page titled, quote, No Extradition to China. Throughout June, millions of Hong Kongers have protested a proposed extradition bill, which, if passed, will see China extend its reach into the semi-autonomous territory. So Nike was facing backlash, and they buckled and said it was a, you know, basically the designer was just sharing his individual opinion. China didn't see it as that. Sent them urgent notice saying that it was not to go ahead, that the launch was not to go ahead. A company called uh, Donio, I don't know, it's a vendor that uh, stocks Nike and Undercover, said it was delisting all Undercover stock for, quote, special reasons. Nike did not, of course, respond. A new, near, this protest has nearly 2 million people. Uh, it saw nearly 2 million people go to the streets of Hong Kong on June 16th to protest the proposed bill, which, it, which if enforced, would see China given the power to extradite Hong Kong residents so they can be put on trial in China. This came after a 19-year-old Hong Kong resident allegedly murdered his pregnant girlfriend while on holiday in Taiwan last year. He then fled back to Hong Kong but could not be tried in Taiwan as an extradition treaty between the territories does not currently exist. So far, the protests have, have done their job of stalling the bill. It hasn't been removed from the agenda, but it has stalled. It hasn't passed yet, uh, but Hong Kong is under pressure. And their chief executive, Carrie Lam, apologized to protesters on June 15th, though she Refused to step down or scrap the bill completely. People don't have confidence in China's basic, you know, basically their their secretive legal system. But Nike uh, decides, hey, we're not getting in this business. We're not. Uh, we're not going to. We're not going to uh, get involved. We're not going to make our political statement and piss China off. Seems like I guess it would make sense for China, although maybe there's a Chinese Colin Kaepernick out there somewhere uh, who they could maybe uh, strike an endorsement deal with and and make everyone mad and represent the uh, the protesters secretly or not secretly. 
Although I haven't seen Nike really use the Colin Kaepernick uh, name. They sold out of those special jerseys, but I haven't seen any of his other gear, so I don't know what's really going on with that. But Nike, buckles to pressure from China. All right, appreciate you joining us for the morning quickie. Hope you have a good Wednesday. Talk sports at noon on the Fan Run app, foxsportsknoxville.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow.